Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today called NG Ingwen. My name is John Drummond or Yang Haolin. Hello, 大家好，欢迎各位再度来到 NG Ingwen。我是 Angela。We have a great episode for you today with my good friend Martin Loving, who's known around the Taiwanese community as I Martin. 没错，今天我们邀请到了瑞典厨师兼世界旅人到节目上跟大家做分享。My guest today is Swedish and has been living in Taiwan for a little over a year now. He is an incredible culinary chef who is inspired by traveling the world and learning about their food. He's a modern-day Anthony Bourdain and creating some beautiful things here in Taiwan. He is a food lover, travel lover, history lover, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend Martin. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Yeah, brother.、Uh, good to be here. Good to be here. Nice, man. Great to have you on the show. I am so excited because food is one of my favorite topics, and we're gonna get to talk all about your life <laughs> in the culinary world. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, can you share a little bit about you? So, who is Martin? 访谈一开始呢，我们这位北欧瑞典的来宾就跟各位分享到说，他去年在搬来台湾之前，其实就已经有在日本和法国等地工作过一阵子，好有跟其他国家的当地食物跟他们的餐厅厨师交手过，然后加上自己又是一个历史迷，所以只要是有关食物的历史，他都非常有兴趣。这边他用的一个字 geek， 意思一般来说是我们常讲的怪胎怪咖。啊，就对某件事情啦、啊，或是对某个领域超级无敌有兴趣，无时无刻呢都可能都是在钻研相关研究。所以等一下他说自己是 history geek， 我们就可以理解成他是对历史相当有兴趣的历史迷。另外一个也蛮常见的是 computer geek， 就是电脑迷。不过这边要提醒大家一点是，如果你去维基百科查，你会发现他们的中文翻译是叫做极客。好极端的极客人的客，但是不要被这个说法给蒙蔽了你的耳朵哦。虽然它是 G E E K， 但是不发 G 的音，而是 G Geek。好，这部分要小心哦。赶快听今天的分享吧。I'm a Swedish chef who、uh, moved to Taiwan about a year ago, and I have worked all around the world. I would say,、uh, most prominently in Japan, Paris, and Sweden. And I'm a history geek. As well as a food lover, so my life evolves、uh, around food and history, and especially history with history of food. Yeah, man, you are a lover of what makes cultures kind of thrive. Yeah, because、uh, culture is food, and、uh, there's no culture in the world that、uh, did not evolve from、um, from nothing else but food. So、mm-hmm. beautiful, man, beautiful. So you were doing some really cool. Culinary events here in Taiwan, which I do want to kind of jump into, but I want to maybe start with an introduction to your culinary background. So, can、right. you share about maybe some important places that have shaped the the chef you are today? 这段内容里面呢，我们会聊到原来 Martin 大厨其实很小的时候，他内建的小当家魂就已经出现了。在奶奶过世之后，他就常常会做饭给爷爷吃。后来可能就是做菜做出心得吧。十五岁的时候呢，就开始进厨房工作，当学当厨师，然后还去上了厨艺学校
后来他从学校毕业之前呢、啊，因为放了一个礼拜的假，想说在家没事就看个《火影忍者》好了。结果不看还好，一看发现，哎，他在吃拉面呢，觉得自己也想吃吃看，所以就手到订了机票去日本玩一圈，深深爱上那边的风土民情。所以后来在从厨艺学校毕业之后，就二话不说搬去那里工作。这边等一下会不断听到的字 ，culinary。有烹饪的意思。好，那 culinary school 是烹饪学校 ，culinary arts 就是烹饪艺术，或是你也可以说 culinary skills。那你说 cooking 也一样有烹饪下厨的意思啊？两个有差吗？它跟 culinary 有有有 cooking， 它是煮饭做菜广泛的统称。只要是你在煮菜，基本上都可以说是 cooking。好。那 culinary 它是 cooking 的一种，它通常指的是某个国家或是文化特有的烹饪类型、特有的食物风格。马上来听这段分享。My culinary career actually began when I was 15, but my mom says it always started when I was a kid because I loved cooking. And even when I was six years old,、uh, my grandmother had just passed, and my grandfather was not a good chef, so I came there and. Always made him something on、uh, one of the days of the we- weekend, and one of the biggest tests was when I、um, just、uh, was about to、uh, get out of culinary school, and my my、uh, head chef he told me that I need to take a week off, so he said you're off next week, and I thought to myself, what am I supposed to do now then? So I went home, watched an anime show called Naruto, and in that show he eats ramen, so I decided to go and try some real ramen. Booked a ticket to Tokyo and just fell in love with Japan in general. And、uh, after culinary school and working a bit, I moved to Japan to work. Yeah, man, the story of you going to Tokyo to kind of search out ramen because you saw it on an anime show. <laughs> I just, I love that.、Uh, yeah, that's、uh, how how it be- all began and my、uh, passion for Asian cuisine. And after that, I realized the similarities between、uh, Japanese food and Swedish and Nordic f- cuisine in general, and the dedication and all the techniques there is to、uh, Japanese cuisine. Yeah, yeah, and I I love that, and that leads us perfectly to the fact that you are now creating these incredible pop up culinary events here with your business partner called Black Hats. Is that right? 不知道各位最近有没有注意到一些在主打北欧料理的快闪餐厅呢？我们这位瑞典厨师因为发现要在台湾吃到北欧菜根本不可能，除非你肯去 IKEA 然后点他们的那个什么肉丸呢，不然就是其实没有什么餐厅是专门做北欧料理的。可能我们地理位置的关系跟瑞典相差遥远嘛，然后跟他们的文化也比较不熟，所以 Martin 他就跟企业伙伴合作。一起找餐厅接手，好租场地，办那个快闪餐厅、快闪活动，来吸引民众宣传北欧料理，让更多人了解这个极地国家的人都吃些什么。这边有一个字 Nordic， 意思是北欧的，所以北欧地区的这个英文说法是 Nordic region， 或者你也可以说 Nordic countries， 北欧国家。注意哦，这个 Nordic 因为也算是专有名词，所以开头的 n 要记得大写。另外一个字是快闪，好像快闪店、快闪餐厅、快闪活动这些，一般会用 pop up 来形容，像是 pop up stores、pop up restaurants and pop up events。赶快来听吧。That is correct. We do、uh, these events and we take over restaurants and.、Uh... 
uh, rent venues and do pop-up restaurants and uh, different events of sorts. And we focus on Nordic cuisine. So when I moved here to Taiwan, I realized that there is no Nordic cuisine that uh, exists in this uh, in this country. And I really want to show Taiwanese people and everyone here that what Nordic cuisine is. So you're saying with Black Hats, you focus on bringing Nordic cuisine now to Taiwan. And what are some of these events that you are creating recently? 前面我们讲到这些快闪餐厅活动，其实呢是有主题的哦。他们把办的这些活动规划成像是一本书，好，一共有三个章节。第一个是以 dill 石螺为主，为什么嘞？因为这种香草在北欧料理中是很传统常见的，但是在台湾基本上不太容易找得到，所以才决定把石螺放在整个活动的第一部分。让大家先对北欧菜有个基本认识。那第二个章节主题，他们把焦点放在北极圈的冬天，希望跟民众分享他在瑞典寒冬的荒野中学到的一些在这个冰冻三尺的大自然就地取材的做菜技巧。第三个主题是素食料理，主要呢是庆祝寒冷冬季的结束，那些草木准备又会欣欣向荣，大地又开始充满生机，这样子，北欧的冬天，大家也知道是长达好几个月都是黑夜，都看不到太阳的。所以当冬天结束，太阳一出现的时候，不管外面天气多冷，就算还是零下好几度，大家都会立马冲出门享受这阳光的滋润。所以这也就是为什么春天的庆祝对他们来说这么重要，因为表示他们熬过了漫长黑暗的冬天，终于苦尽甘来。这边等一下有一个字 ，Midnight Sun。从字面上，我们可以知道是午夜太阳，也就是自然课本上面讲的永昼。好，半夜十二点，太阳还在天上，或者也可以说 the polar day。相反的，如果是冬天看不到太阳的永夜，那英文说法就会是 the polar night。We do something called chapters in our with our events.、Uh, we call them chapters because we want them to be like a book. A chapter can be Five pages, and it can be twenty pages. So we decide on each chapter how many events we want to do, do、uh, during that chapter, and then we, we focus on something. Like the first chapter we did was called Dill. We focused on the traditional uh, uh, herbs and spices that's used in Nordic cuisine, just to get an introduction. So Dill is something that's not、uh, very used here in Taiwan, and quite rare to find actually, and. That is why we named it Dill just to start it off. The second chapter was called Arctic Winter, and it focused on the cooking techniques、uh, that I've learned、uh, and used by myself in the wilderness of Sweden,、uh, even out in nature, and what kind of ingredients you can source through the harsh, long, cold winters up in north. And now we're coming to our third chapter. That's going to be called Bloom. It's a celebration to spring. And it's going to be vegetarian food completely. One of the reasons for vegetarian food is not only that it focuses on、uh, the light that comes. And in Sweden, I know that every Scandinavian person knows this as well. That as soon as the sun comes out, it doesn't matter if it's still zero degrees Celsius or five、uh, minus five. As soon as the sun comes out, you get the spring feeling, and everybody's going to be out there. Because、uh, in summertime in Sweden, there's something called the midnight sun. But in winter, it becomes the opposite. So, for about three months, there's almost no sunlight. So that's when the springtime comes in Sweden. 
everybody wants to be outside and you just get that really happy spring feeling. And that's what I want to take into this uh, vegetarian menu. That is beautiful, man. And I, I love, you know, you're just giving me a good vibe with <laughs> with that feeling of, of bloom, you know, and, and springtime and, and the sun that's coming through. And, yeah, and you know, there's just that, that kind of hope for a, a new day. Yeah, and as three months in the Arctic winters are, <laughs> boy, those are rough. I, I can only imagine. And I'm, uh, I'm very excited because I just booked <laughs> two tickets to yes, join this Chapter 3 Black Hats event. So I'm looking very, very much to that. And another wonderful thing you're doing in Taiwan, Martin, is you have just became the executive chef of the OTS group. Is that correct? 喜欢在餐酒馆聚会品尝美食美酒的听众朋友，接下来这段内容可千万要仔细听哦。我们来宾Martin现在已经是行政主厨了呢，像是有提供中西合璧料理的妈妈桑，还有这个Jeez Louise其实前身是在台北大安的日式料理餐厅，懂不懂？只是现在转型改走酒吧路线。这里有一个地方，我想来跟各位说明一下哦。等一下他们提到的“speak 所以才会被称为speakeasy，但是现在都比较都是合法了嘛，所以就是表示说是那些复古型的酒吧。另外还有一个这个gastropub，或是gastrobar，指的是我们现在常听到的餐酒馆，只是呢它是价格偏高，属
。虽然前面讲到了不少他们餐厅现阶段的发展，但是对于未来呢，我们主厨还是保持着一个比较保守的态度。好，就是以短期目标为主，专心把单店经营好，打好基础。这样子未来呢也比较好把它的这个 Black Hats 塑造成一个国际餐饮品牌，把北欧料理介绍给更多人认识。另外，大家如果想要见见主持人 John 还有 Martin 本人的话，待会节目过后赶快上 Acupass 购票，参加他们第三个章节 Bloom 的北欧美食体验。哎，真的是很可惜，我参加不到这一次活动。大家如果有机会去的话，真的要好好享受这次的这个美食大典。Yeah, you're about right. That、uh, it's a hard question for me. <laughs> uh, well, to say, try to say it in short terms.、Um, to have one restaurant as a base, but、uh, with the Black Cats, we want to be like a hospitality brand, more or less, and we want to travel the world with this brand and、uh, help a lot of people to well. To introduce a lot of people to、uh, Nordic cuisine, sure. Less, we maybe want to change the industry here a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's what happens when you when you think big like this. So I wish you nothing but success, and I'm looking really, really forward to April first, Thursday, April first, for Chapter Three of Black Hats called Bloom. So you can get your tickets on AccuPass for that if you're interested in. Coming to share a meal with Martin and I. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, brother. So, if you don't mind, though, can we transition a little bit more to kind of the story of Martin? Another aspect I just absolutely love about you is your love of languages and how that kind of connects to your culinary and food experience, and just like you said, your the history of people and culture. So. A question I kind of wanted to think about, as you do speak fluently, maybe five languages, but you know, at a as a conversation level, maybe even more. I wanted to think about how you feel with pushing your culinary experience with your language. So you've worked in many other countries, cooking in different restaurants. So has that actually helped your language grow too? 再来 ，Martin 分享到他刚去法国工作的时候啊，一句法文都不会讲，加上巴黎人一般都比较固执。他，哎，这是他说的哦，不是我说的，就是都会比较坚持讲自己的法文，不会用英文或是其他语言去沟通。所以那时候他整个就是很惨，而且当时又是在这个高级的米其林餐厅工作，厨房里的主厨呢，常,常都是会因为跟他语言不通而发飙。所以 Martin 他就是在。在被情况所逼、不想被骂之下呢，赶快就把基本的厨房用语学好。但是也因为学会了法文，让他对法国文化历史和法式料理有了更深一层的认识。好，就是说，当我们学一个语言，在接触他们的文化的时候，也一样可以更认识那一个国家的传统食物，因为他们都是环环相扣的。甚至如果想要学当地料理的做法。最好的方法就是用他们的语言去学，因为这样子才能够更贴切，更能用当地人的思维去做那道菜。像他举的例子，就是他底下有个厨师要做萨萨维雷，要做那个那个西班牙青酱。好，就是因为是西班牙的嘛，所以当然是用西班牙文去查，会比你用英文去查的那个食谱要来的到底。Oh, definitely, definitely. Little story about then when I was、uh, getting into the culinary industry of Paris.、Uh, what happened there is that I came there with no experience of French at all, and 
the Parisians, they're pretty stubborn, I would say, when it comes to speaking languages. And especially if you're working in a high-end Michelin star restaurant. So it, I became forced to learn the basic kitchen terms because I don't want the head chef to yell at me or throw something at me because I I mistakenly said something or <laughs> yeah. didn't know what he was talking about. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it kind of forced me to learn, but that's also a beautiful thing about culture, um, languages, because you, you, when you learn a language, you dig deep into the history of that, and suddenly you can uh, study and research more about what I love, for instance, food. So I can, uh, I can study about the different dishes that are traditional to that country instead because of language. That's beautiful, man. And actually, that makes me think about the fact, like you just said, you if you already love food from so many different cultures, then you can use that new language in that culture to learn more. Well, exactly. Uh, even yesterday, I uh, uh, my sous chef, chef at uh, one of the restaurants that I uh, manage at the moment, uh, he... Uh, he asked me for a recipe about a uh, salsa verde, it's a sp uh, s Spanish salsa, and he was googling it and Google uh, trying to search after a recipe on in online. And I said, "Why are you googling that in English?" And he's like, "Well, I can do it in Chinese." I was like, "No, you you can go to Google Translate, translate to." Uh, uh, salsa verde recipe to Spanish and then you take that Spanish term and search on Google and then you can let, look into the recipes and translate them back to English because then you get more authentic ingredients on the recipes and how this uh, how Spanish people would make the recipes instead instead of how a normal American Swedish or European dude would do it because if you already know that much about the, the food you're probably not going to spend your time uh, translating because it's your country's people that can uh, search for this recipe. That's some beautiful advice right there, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I love that. Yeah, kind of putting yourself in the mindset of that local person and ser searching for the food or the recipe in their language. That's beautiful. And thinking about Taiwan for you and your Mandarin experience now, you actually came here to study Chinese. Is that correct? 在这段内容里呢，他提到原本一开始只是来台湾度假一个礼拜而已。那时候因为有一个朋友在这边学中文，就想说：“哎，来找他玩。”但殊不知呢，短短一个礼拜呢，却对他往后的人生有重大的影响
and got on a plane and got here in February actually. And then after two weeks and eating out a lot, I realized there's no Nordic cuisine in Taiwan. So with that said, I wanted to change that. And yeah, I started out to study Mandarin and did that for a few months. And now I'm doing a lot of things uh, to change the Uh, my feel here in Taiwan. <laughs> yeah, man, you are a pioneer, and you know it's so cool because you're now using English, Mandarin, and so many other languages probably in, in your kitchen. <laughs> and I can. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I just love that. And you're creating these environments, so beautiful. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you on NG Ingwen. And a question I typically end this show with is if you could go back and talk to yourself at a younger age, but. I want to kind of change it for you because I feel you are the most interesting man in the world, and you've been all over the world, and you've explored food and culture and language. So, through all your journeys, would there be some lesson, life lesson, that you could leave us with? 最后，这位来自瑞典、祖籍遍布各地的大厨，要来跟大家分享他从丰富的人生经验中学到的事情。那到底是什么嘞？哎，就是我们要勇敢跨出心里那一道门，好去各地走走，多看看外面的世界。但是嘞，不是说就是去走马看花，去景点观光拍个美照 ，po IG 就没事了。也是要记得去品尝他们的食物，好，因为那才是了解他们文化最好的方法。A life lesson, uh, well, a tip more in general is that don't be afraid to take the step outside your door and travel the world. And while you're doing that, the best way to understand other cultures is to eat their food. So don't be afraid to get get out there, as I did、uh, by watching an anime show. I took that step, traveled to Japan alone as a 17-year-old kid, and loved it. And because of that, I traveled the whole world almost. <laughs> yeah, and look at you now. We're.、Uh... I'm grateful our our paths have crossed here in Taiwan, and I'm really looking forward to all the things you create in your life and and around the world. So, where can people find more about Black Hats and all the restaurants you run, and more about your life online? The best place would be to look at Instagram.、Uh, we have blackhats.tw,、uh, and then we have、uh, mamasang and jeezluis.tw. Otherwise, the easiest place to find them all would be just go to my personal one. That's、uh, at Martin Loving, the best name in Taiwan. Martin Loving, L O V I N G, pronounced differently in Swedish. I know, but for right now, as we speak English together, I love that it's loving. <laughs> awesome, brother. Well, it's a pleasure, and I will see you April first. Correct. At vice versa. At vice versa for chapter three of Black Hats. Called Bloom. Looking forward to that. All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Jim. Peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search on IG NG English I C R T. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6:30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9:30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye. 
好啦，今天的节目就到这边告一段落啦，感谢各位的收听，别忘了订阅我们的 Spotify 还有 YouTube 频道哦。那喜欢我们节目的话，也要记得到 Instagram 到 IG 上追踪我们哦。如果各位有什么其他问题是想要问来宾的，也请欢迎在底下留言告诉我们，我们一定会想办法帮你问到手。好啦，那就下周在空中相会喽，拜拜。